All right, guys, y'all show some love to the sponsors of the Straight Out of Prison podcast. Our friend Keely Brown runs her family-owned HVAC Home and Commercial Services. Is your system ready for the summer? Schedule a system checkup or reprogram your thermostat. They offer residential and commercial, at home or at work. They really do what they say, and they say what they do. Our family serving your family has been their core value since day one. Their founder and owner, Mr. Robert Holland, made sure the foundation of Home and Commercial Services was and is integrity. Now, remember, Haley, we, we catered an event last December where he was a part of the group that we were feeding. But it was interesting to learn that when he was a young man, when he first started in the HVAC business, Mr. Holland actually got in trouble with, for not adding new parts that the people didn't need. And they were like, why didn't you sell the parts? And he was like, because I could fix them. And they were like, no, no, you're... you're you're doing it wrong. Like you just got to put new parts. And he was like, but they didn't need new parts. And it bugged him so much that he went out and started his own business. And that's the foundation of home and commercial services. And we can attest to that personally. I mean, they've done so much stuff for us. It's crazy. I love that story. And I think it speaks to obviously his integrity and what he's built his business on that integrity. Right now, the most economical service they offer is their annual residential service agreement. For $150, you'll get two annual checkups, and that's for one system. If if it's an additional system, it's 25% off. Anyways, the annual contract includes priority service, normal rates for after-hour service, 10% discount on any repairs, and a 5% discount on any new installations. It's a good deal especially with the heat of the summer coming. Home and Commercial Services works on all name brands of heating and air conditioning units, gas furnaces, heat pumps, walk-in coolers, and smart thermostats. No job is too big or too small. Call or text Keely at 205-798-0635. Or you can email at office at Holland hcs.com you can look up holland home and commercial services on instagram for daily tips and more or you can check out their website hollandhcs.com we have some amazing friends and supporters of the podcast Lynn and Debbie Hurst, who own Hurst Towing and Recovery in Fultondale and Hayden, Alabama. They serve the Jefferson, Blunt, and surrounding counties. They tow light and heavy-duty vehicles, and they're always there to help. We wouldn't call anybody else. We would never call anybody else, and that's a fact. Would you like to work for an amazing company that treats their employees like family? The Hearst are hiring. Full and part-time positions. Give them a call today. Hearst Towing is there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They've been in our area since January of 1987. They have a heart to serve and they love making an impact in the communities they grew up in. The Hearst definitely make a difference in our world. And they have definitely made a difference in our lives. Dispatchers are always ready to receive calls at 205-631-8697. That is 205-631-TOWS, T-O-W-S. <laughs> you, get, you get me every time I, with the toes. <laughs> <laughs> or check out their website at hearsttowing.com. Now, y'all know James from the podcast, but he also is an amazing cook and private chef. I can attest to that personally. I've had many years of experience in food, just working in, managing, and even owning a couple restaurants. One of his greatest passions is preparing delicious food. You know, if somebody's going through something or through a hard time and you don't know what to do, you can always cook for them. Or you can always call me and I'll cook for them. It's, it really, it's a it's a great way to love people. That journey started early in his beloved granny's kitchen. She was the one that, you know, was always cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. She was a Southern belle. She made everything taste good, and I didn't always, sorry, Mom, get that at home. <laughs> but uh, granny taught me how to cook, and 
I've never looked back from that. James is a Fox 6 Good Day Alabama monthly contributor. It's one of the honors of my life. I love cooking on TV. I love hearing the feedback. I love going in there and having people email me and ask questions. It's just, it's fun. And his peanut butter cobbler recipe was featured on the Food Network show Carnival Eats. That was kind of a big deal. I mean, it was... uh, I don't like I got paid for it, but it was a lot of exposure and it was really fun. Head over to ChefJamesKJones.com to join our email list. Once you do that, you can stay updated on everything that we're doing. CrossFit Mophobia is owned and operated by Hayden Setzer. Hayden has a degree in exercise science and wellness with a minor in coaching. She is CrossFit Level 2 certified and Precision Nutrition Certified. CrossFit Mophobia is located at 222 Decatur Highway in Gardendale, Alabama. Email CrossFitMophobiaInfo at gmail.com or call or text 256-303-1873. Or you can look up everything she does on Facebook and Instagram. CrossFit Mophobia. Hey guys, Team Jones here. We're excited about the fun new things we're doing this fall. Our part of the Straight Out of Prison podcast is wrapped up, but we're using this platform to tell other people's straight out of prison stories. Season 8 is about Joseph. My all-time favorite straight out of prison story. Our YouTube channel has added the first three seasons of the Straight Out of Prison podcast. And even if you've listened to all of them, check out the video format to see behind the scenes, pictures, and a whole lot more. And while you're there, please hit the subscribe button. It's 100% free. It won't cost you anything, but it will help us reach our goals to reach a larger audience. Hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss a recipe or a podcast. On the cooking front, head over to ChefJamesKJones.com to check out what we are doing this fall as far as food goes. We'll also put all that in the show notes. Please support our sponsors. They help us provide this platform for free. And remember, you can hear their personal stories on our For Real Real platform. Thank you for your support and thanks for being a part of our story. talk from a real married couple about real life from fights and arguments raising kids finances dieting get in my belly religion if it really happens in the real world you'll really hear it right here it's not the highlight reel it's the For Real Real, with your hosts who are keeping it real every day, James and Haley Jones. Well, hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the For Real Real. My name is James K. Jones, and this is what's really happening this week. And this is Haley Jones, and like he said, we're going to be talking about things that are not on our highlight reel, or are they? I don't know. Well, we probably want to unpack the 16 Halloween things we did with the trick-or-treating, but I'm sure that's <laughs> on everybody's highlight reel. But I can say it's not on ours. <laughs> yeah, but I, well, I probably will never do it, but I've been thinking for several days now that I wanted to make like a reel with all the pictures from everything we did the last week. Like yeah, that'd be fun. both of our kids went on um, field trips and, mm-hmm. you know, went to a party thing at our other like friends' neighborhood Saturday night. So we've done a lot of fun things. Wait, both of our kids? We have three kids. <sighs> Oh, sorry. I meant like, I, I see them in groups. The girls, the girl and the boys. <laughs> yeah, no, so same field trip. So um, for the boys. Anyway, I keep thinking I would love to do like a little, you know, thing to music. But Sitting in true Haley music. form, 
it'll probably never happen. It won't but happen. I hope it does. <laughs> um, Maybe one day. Yes. We'll get around to that. But I've been fighting back, being sick a little bit, and me too. I mean, I nothing crazy, me. but just under the weather and oh, just a little bit on the struggle bus, but. It's okay. November's here, and I am here for it. I'm excited about it. Here is November, and Hayden from uh, CrossFit Monophobia, she declared this no skip November. (laughs) No skip what? So I said no skip in CrossFit. No skip any day? No skip November. So I said, I think it's no shave November. So, (laughs) I mean, we can can adjust it, but I don't know if I'm going to. Yeah. (laughs) November's a rough month. So. A lot of things. But you're going to try. Yeah, well, I'm trying anyways. Yeah, I mean, I'm proud of you. This is the second week in a row you've gone. When I'm in, I'm in. Yeah, true. <laughs> and when you're out, you're out. <laughs> yeah, you got to make up your mind. Uh, okay, Decide. so how was CrossFit? Today? Yes, you told me you had a faux pas, but you are going to wait <sighs> till, to tell me till we got here. So, Well, yesterday, I don't think she realized yesterday was Monday, because usually you want to start off a little light. You don't think she realized it was Monday? <laughs> No, I mean, I asked several of them. I was like, does she know today's Monday? Like, don't we want to, like, start off, you know, not try to kill me on day one so I can make it through the week? But uh, she pushed me to my limit. And then today I was running a little bit late. I didn't get the stretch because the kids and there was fog. And I'd rather get there late than have a wreck with my kids. So. Well, and you went anyway, even though, which for you I think is a big deal. Because a lot of times, like, if you're too late, you're like, screw it. I'm not going to go. Yeah, generally if I'm late for something, I'll just skip it. But I think with that, I need to change my mindset on that. Mm -hmm. Because it's better to go for half a workout than no workout. Heck yeah. But usually my late is just I miss stretching. So I just stretch on my way in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Those five steps (laughs) to get in the door. Well, no, I generally stretch anyways. I stretch while I'm doing it. I mean, not because I like stretching. It's because I know I'm going to hurt myself. So. Right. I'm usually pretty good at making sure I'm stretched. I remember when you learned that lesson for the first time. I don't even remember that. It was the first month or something we were married and we were going to go on a run and or a race or something. All right. I don't remember that. And we were running and you didn't stretch and you ran and you've been injured ever since. <laughs> oh, we were. Yeah, we were racing. I yeah, was racing you and you. I were racing. And you didn't quite realize what a quick. No. Quick person I am. I won the match, but. No, you did not. Yes, I did. Oh my gosh. It was a sprint. It was from our driveway to the end of the next driveway. Okay. I know you can't tell this now with me, but (laughs) I won. I'm a sprinter. I'm faster. You didn't win that. I won all the shuttle runs in elementary school and middle school. Okay. I didn't know. All the shuttle runs, which means. I didn't know. I'm like quick out the gate and like. Well, maybe in elementary school and middle school, you could have won. (laughs) But that day. No, you did not win. I I won. You have rewritten history in your (laughs) mind. Yes, you have. That's why I hurt myself because you were going way faster than I thought. And I was like, I can't let this happen. I for real cannot believe that you have rewritten what actually happened. I just unleashed the beast and when i did <laughs> i popped my knees i popped my calves i popped my yes ankles. because we are such physical specimens both of us <laughs> it was rough so, but i swear i won that you didn't okay I or either really, i'm telling myself that because i still you're have definitely ankle telling pain. yourself that i'm telling you you are definitely right. telling yourself i'll that. concede that you think you won <laughs> <laughs> anyway you've I'll been injured ever since <laughs> Well, my I did I hurt my ankle that day and it has never really healed up properly. Yeah. But it's a bummer. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's like a 
big deal. It's just like uh, it hurts when I run. Yeah. Or those stupid jumping jacks they try to make you do. Okay. So anyway, <sighs> what was the faux pas? Have we gotten to that yet? Have you oh, shared that? I came in late, and I was like 10 minutes late, and they had already gotten their workouts because she gives you a workout every time you have to right. write them down. Um, and she said, James, you work with Karen. And Karen is the lady that's 70. That <laughs> is one of our heroes. She's the one that he talks about a lot on here because clearly yeah. it does something to him mentally. The 70-year-old who runs circles around all- Just your manhood. <laughs> I mean... Number one, she's a woman, and then number two, she's 70. I feel like she is an exception to the rule. Oh, she's a phenomenal <laughs> specimen of a human being, but she just takes care of herself. Yeah. And I said, uh, I know, you always put me with the old people. And she was like, oh. Who said oh? Karen. Okay. Like, I'm sorry, James, I am old. And I was like, no, 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 that wasn't directed at you. That was directed at me. And then uh Fabby, who's a friend of ours that's in there, was like, you say that about me too. So I was like, Fabby, you're younger than me. I'm 50 years old. You are? I thought I was the oldest one in here next to Karen. So anyways, it was, uh <laughs> I spent the rest of my workout with Karen, who's very good at working out. <laughs> and she keeps me showing me what to do and how to do it. Uh, explaining to her that you, that came out wrong. That's not what I meant. Like, if you, I don't know if you listen to podcasts, but we've talked about you on our For Real Real platform. You're like one of our heroes, especially my wife. So, did she, had she listened to it? No. Oh, just the fact that her name is Karen, too, is kind of funny because, you know, all the Karen jokes going around. Yeah. Well, if you're going to be a Karen, might as well be that one. I mean, for real. <laughs> yes. I want to be that Karen. I don't even know where that Karen stuff came from. <laughs> Kind of annoying. I mean, it's funny, but then what if your name is Karen or your mom's name is Karen or you have an Aunt Karen? Yeah, well, yes, but she is kind of one of those Karens. So. Actually, your Aunt Karen. She's where the Karen came from. <laughs> your Aunt Karen may be the oh, original God. Karen. <laughs> now that I think about it. Oh, wait, stop. I think she listens to our podcast. No, I don't think she does. But she was she does. listening at first. Love you, Aunt Kay. <laughs> <laughs> You're in trouble now. You're going to get a letter with a postage stamp that's a, on it. Then you stay in trouble with, as my other aunt says, crazy Aunt Kate. Uh, all right, now that's your daddy's big sister. We don't want to. Oh, goodness. Okay, but good job for working out anyway. I'm well, that, you. and then your friend Krista, who goes to CrossFit Mophobia. <laughs> She's a beast. Like she's like a man. I know. She works out, and, she, and you mean that in a complimentary way because yeah. sometimes you say you're like a man. That doesn't sound good. But no, no, no I don't mean she don't look like. I a know man. what you mean. I'm she is like to. strong and just throwing her weights around, <laughs> psh, psh, handling business. And she asked again today, "Where's Haley?" Oh, I said, "Well, if I keep coming, she'll feel guilty. She'll eventually make it." <laughs> No, I came last week. She might be here tomorrow. You never know. <laughs> I went twice last week, and I plan to go twice or three times this week, so better start that tomorrow. And then, just wrapping up this gym talk, um, as I was finishing up my workout, um, our friend Tiffany Easter and Jason Easter, he was telling me last week that he goes to CrossFit Mophobia. I was like, you don't go. I've never saw you I've there. seen him there. He came in. So I was like, you was just going to make sure I saw you. <laughs> you was going to make sure I saw you come up in here. Good job. Good job, Jason. That's funny. <laughs> it was funny. He said he tries not to come all the time because he don't want to do the gym intimidation thing. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny. No comment. <laughs> well, no, I said, hey, Hayden, be careful with Jason now. He's real skinny. You'll break him in half. <laughs> you can't do him like you do us thick brothers. <laughs> 
Did he say that? Yes, but I was just like, he's my friend. You can tease your friends. Well, until you can't. (laughs) You can tease them until you can't, then you find out, oh, you can't play like that. Yeah, you've gotten burned like that, burned with that a couple times. Several times. Yeah. One of the worst Mm. ones I ever had was... Common uh, denominator. (laughs) When I was doing investors for Cairo's Cafe... Um, some people I went to church with, actually Steve's brother and sister-in-law, Daryl and Janet Longnecker, um, she talked a lot. Like she never stopped talking. So my original menu, I was going to have chocolate chip cookies on it and I named them Janet's Big Mouth Chocolate Chip, <laughs> Janet's Big Mouth Chocolate Cookies because I thought it fit. I mean, it was not a, wasn't a cut. It was a funny. Okay. It's not, that's not funny. And I can tell. No, she didn't like it. <laughs> no. She let me know quick. I feel like if you were to take one step back with those jokes sometimes, like it would be funny, but like, it's like the line and then you just like. Step over it, and then it's I don't not mean funny. to. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't know that I've stepped over the line until I do it. I never do it on purpose. Yeah. No. Sometimes I do it on purpose, mm. but that's only if I'm trying to like prove a point. make a point or mm-hmm. get back at somebody. Yeah. I'm just being honest. This is for real. Real? Can we be real? I know. Listen, I'm, I live it. I live it. <laughs> so, so do I. Oh, okay. So. I have things I live. Well, listen, but I don't cross lines like that. I mean, sometimes I do, but my dad used to do mm, that. My, you my, don't cross lines in public. Maybe my I remember my dad in his later years, which was actually, I mean, he died at 62. Two. So, I mean, 10 more years or so for you. But, like, he <laughs> was... My dad was very good. I do think he crossed the line a lot in his younger years, <laughs> but learned how to like dance right up to the line and just literally ride the line. <laughs> well, why did he have so many friends, so many people loved him? I don't know. I think that like there was this one guy, it was so funny, like one time one of my dad's best friends was Puerto Rican yeah, and he would always make Puerto Rican jokes, like kind of discriminatory jokes that... But they were jokes. Like, yes. Like he would go in a restaurant and be like... Listen, um, the guy's with me. He's Puerto Rican. Are we allowed to sit down? Like, are we allowed to stay? Like, is there somewhere you can have, like, not in the back or something like that? And people did not know what to do with it because they couldn't tell if he was serious or joking. See, I would play jokes like that. And I can't remember what but it was. But you can nowadays. That my dad said, and another guy that was with him said, you see, if I would have made that same joke to that same guy, he would have dragged me out behind the building and beat me. <laughs> <laughs> something about your dad. I can like get away with jokes like that. Got a gift. <laughs> They're funny. So, um, yeah, I guess maybe he did cross the line, but he just had a, a way of delivering it. <laughs> yeah, that didn't offend Same. people. Yeah, or, or you knew he was he was jesting, right? It was funny, right? So that's what I try to do. I don't always, uh, <laughs> I don't always land it that way. But I, I'm always my intention is never to. Hurt somebody's feelings. I actually think one of your biggest things is like you will say a joke or something, I know and what you're, you're referencing say, what that people don't understand my context. Yes, exactly. But I understand my context. <laughs> you too, but like other people are like, huh? Well, and because and the more like we're together and stuff, like I know what you're referencing, so I yeah. know what you're like thinking about and coming from. But I can also see the question mark and the other people's face. <laughs> well, my kids are joke. like that. Lula and Judah don't understand the funny. When I make a joke, 
They right. never do. Well, but then Royal always does. He's always like, oh. <laughs> so I'm like, that's yeah, my that's boy. True. But he does think like me. He's more like me than the others. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> funny. And he's the one that gets me. I guess right. <laughs> nobody else does in this family. Oh gosh! All right. So what else do we got? Uh, you want to unpack the 17 Halloween celebrations that we did? Well, like everyone else, I do feel like it's just like anything else. Like things get. I mean, I feel like back in the day, you know, on we Halloween day, one. we you did go it trick one or time. Treating. We did it one time, and that was it. Well, I wasn't even allowed to go trick or treating, so I never went trick or treating. Not one time in my life. Really? I growing up as a kid, yeah. Well, never. your mom was reading those Focus on the Family books. We used to have the Hallelujah party at our church. <laughs> That's for. Real. They called it the Hallelujah Party. Yeah. And we would go to church and Hallelujah. a couple times we dressed up as Bible characters, but I feel like that didn't really like take off. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody went doing and it. And so, well, I mean, I don't know. Well, for me, I. Well, the problem with that is you don't really have really like pictures of people. Like, how would you say I'm Jeremiah? Well, I'm probably not the best person because honestly, I have never liked dressing up. Ever. I don't I don't find it fun. I don't think it's even as a kid, I remember thinking like this is a lot for what? <laughs> like what <laughs> it's not fun to me. I don't know what it is. I mean I wanna do it like when the kids think it's fun and stuff, yeah. but really it's kinda painful for me. Stressful. Yeah, because it just feels like effort and energy and resources and it doesn't even give me that much like ROI, return on investment as far as like fun factor, you know. I'm not crazy about it, but I think it's fun to do sometimes. But I don't think we've ever dressed up for anything. I know, because I'm... I've never like pushed for it or, and like these adult dress up parties. Oh my gosh. Like I just, I know people have so much fun and I love. Yeah. Some people, it, like the one we went to this weekend at the Thompson's neighborhood in Blunt's, uh, oh, yeah. Springs, like the adults were really into that. Like what's that new movie oh, with the three witches? That's kind of funny. Hocus Pocus. Yeah. There was three like women that dressed up as the Hocus Pocus that looked just like them. They like did. the same dresses, the same. It was yeah. pretty impressive. It was neat. Um that uh but there were a lot of adults, like some of them were even matching each other. Yeah. Which I thought that was a lot. But <laughs> <laughs> Well some people really get into it and I think Well I think know. it's cute for girls, but there were some guys that were dressed the same and I was like, I can't think of another man that I would want to dress up like <laughs> or we'd be like twins except for one, maybe one of my boys when they grow up but I don't even think I would want to do that yeah <laughs> I, mean, I thought would I do that with my brother like mm, I probably would not yeah <laughs> I mean that's just a per- I don't, there's nothing wrong with it it's just like a, a personal preference right right so or maybe they're swingers. Who knows? I mean. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But it was, I mean, yeah. So we did, gosh, what? Do, so we did the thing this weekend. We did No, last we started night. last weekend. We started with the, uh, a church thing at Enon Baptist Church. Oh, yeah. The Morris. fall festival thing, which is fun. Yeah, but it was trick-or-treating, dress yeah, up. Yeah, trunk-or-treating. Whatever. Yeah. It was this dress up and go get candy. Mm-hmm. And then we did, uh, this weekend on Saturday, we went to our friends that live in just a neat neighborhood north of Birmingham, Blunt Springs. It's just, it is uh, gorgeous, especially this time of year. It's amazing. And there's so many, what would you say? There's a couple hundred houses in there. Yeah. And they, every holiday they do something, but the, the, the Halloween thing that they do is always our favorite to go participate in. Cause I'm you, so glad our friends safe. invite us. I am too. Yeah. Keep, keep those invites coming, Bobby and April. <laughs> but the, um, Another element to that is it's a gated community and you feel safe with the kids because mm-hmm. there's no like, you got to worry about riffraff because they can't get in. Yeah. 
And um, I don't know. It's just fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. So, but now it's November and I am very thankful for that. I mean, I love October. I think it's beautiful. But I love it too, but I'm glad now they have kids. I'm glad it was over. Yes. All right. So, But I always say that we... It's kind of nice for us now. I've thought the last couple of years we get all this candy and then we can reuse it for the boys' birthday party somehow. Yeah, you do that every year. Yeah, it's like great. <laughs> party bags and fishing and all that kind of stuff. Well, fishing last night when we did our last one on our street, <laughs> which we don't even have that many houses on our street. I couldn't believe the candy that they brought home. But we piled up each one's candy and it's like, this is way more candy than is necessary. Like, it was a lot of candy. We need to be giving away some of this or selling at a yard sale or something. <laughs> Let's have a candy sale. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Do something help daddy with the mortgage. But it is fun. <laughs> it's not like they're going to be eating it all. I do no, feel I like I kind of skirted out <laughs> yeah. in different ways. Hide it on the top so, shelf. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, one, uh, I've noticed Judah doesn't really. He'll start off enjoying the trick-or-treat, and he'll do it, but about halfway through, he's like, I got enough candy, I'm done. Like, I don't need to keep filling up this bucket, <laughs> and I'm, ti- I'm tired, and I need some cold water. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Okay, you can quit. <laughs> Just hang out with me, I guess. But then, uh, No, his jam is sitting out the door and giving out the candy. Oh, he, he was so cute. He's he like, trick-or-treat, happy Halloween. How old are you? What's your name? Where do you go to school? <laughs> he's copying you. Yeah, I know. It's so cute. And the day after we went to the one on Saturday, he sat actually during movie night and took popcorn bags and wrote the first and last names of every kid in his class and put candy in the bags. He's done that every day since. Every day since. He's I'm so bags or impressed with that. <clears throat> like, yeah. not just that he wants to be generous. I think they all would want to share. But that he can sit down and write down their first name and their last name, some middle names, and even... Tell me when I'm spelling it wrong. Like this morning, it's like I got to write one for Kate, and so I was like K A T E. Nope, nope, nope. There's a Y in Kate. And I said, boy, and it starts with a C. There ain't no Y in regular Kate. It may be some 2022 uh, version of Kate, but it was what C A Y T E. Well, it's Kaylee Kate, and it's K A L E E, and then C A Y T E. Kaylee Kate. Okay, who would ever know how to spell that? Uh, Kaylee Kate's parents, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, if you tell somebody, hey, my name's Kaylee Kate, you're not going to think K-Y-T-E. I wouldn't. <laughs> Anyways, that's like somebody that knows how to spell it. Somebody, we know their name's Haley, but it's H-E-Y-L-E-I-G-H. Like, no, it's H-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H. That's a lot. Or there's another one, H-A-Y-L-E-E. Or H-A-I-L-E-Y. There's a lot of different ways to spell that. Yeah. But But, I guess your parents just picked Haley's comment and said, name her after. As you would call it, it's just regular-ass Haley. Regular-ass Haley. (laughs) Well, you know, a lot of times people that think they know you but they don't know you, this Mm -hmm. is how I can always know if people are paying attention. They say, how's your wife? Fine. How's Holly? No, no, they don't say how's your wife. How's Holly? I'm like, who's Holly? Well, those are really people that we don't know. Your wife, Holly. He's like, I don't have a wife named Holly. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't marrying no Holly. <laughs> but it is interesting, though. When, when I was in fourth grade, the first girl I ever had puppy love for was named Holly Neal. Aww. So. Holly Neal. Hey, Holly Neal, if you're out there somewhere <laughs> in your 40s. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably in her 50s now. She's probably 50. Oh, yeah. If she... <laughs> I, for, I keep forgetting I'm 50. I'm old. Yeah. Like, I'm close to retirement age. I know. That's crazy. It's scary, actually. <laughs> well. Uh, 
Hope they keep Social Security around. Come on, Netflix deal. <laughs> come on. Come through for us. <laughs> According to Joe Biden, if the Republicans win next week, they're going to take away all your Social Security. Oh. They have got Obama running around telling people all that mess. <laughs> we'll be right back. Head over to our YouTube channel for recipes, podcasts, and now we're even live streaming stuff to give you guys real glimpses into our daily lives. Yikes. You'll also be able to see the podcast behind the scenes and unedited live streams. We've added the first five seasons of the Straight Out of Prison podcast, and even if you've listened to all of them, check out the video format to see pictures, behind the scenes, and a whole lot more. And while you're there, please hit the subscribe button. It won't cost you anything, but it does help us reach our goals to reach a larger audience. Look up Chef James K. Jones on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss a recipe or a podcast. For exclusive content, download the Patreon app and look up Team Jones Media. You'll find many levels of subscriptions, but all levels have one feature. You'll get early access to all of our podcast platforms and they're completely free from ads. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for all your support, all your encouragement, and thank you for being a part of our story. <laughs> all right. Not to get into politics unless you want to. Oh, Is I that can on get your into list? Politics. I know. Is that on your all list? Right, I want to... There was I had one thought, and I feel like I really feel like this was Jesus speaking to me both times when we did the Enon Baptist Church, which is a medium-sized church in Morris, Alabama, which is north of of Gardendale. You know, only ten minutes from here, but a lot of our friends go to Enon. And <laughs> Enon, am I saying it wrong? Is Enon? I think it's Enon, but I'm not sure on that. I don't think it matters. It doesn't. It's E N O N. Yeah, they go to the E N O N Baptist Church, <laughs> but it's really one of those community churches where this is. The community is not a huge community, but this is where we gather and we do all these neat things. And I was just people watching a little bit and just like realized like this is Alabama, number one. But this is America. This is what America's made up of, these little communities. And then when we went to that thing this weekend, we did a hayride through the neighborhood. And I was like, this is Alabama, you know? <laughs> but it, the, the Blunt Springs one we went to this weekend, it's like fancy Alabama. These are the doctors and people with money and, you know, nice houses. But this is America. Like, it's communities that make up who we are as a people. It's not Twitter and the woke verse and the... Uh, all these pronouns and stuff they keep trying to come up with. So unpack a little more what you mean by that. When you say this is America, this is Alabama, like, you know, give, give me something more. I hear you. Like, it's a community to make up. Every home. state has, like, I used to always hear rednecks come from Alabama, and I would agree because I grew up in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and then we moved to Phoenix City when I was 12. And I would have to say, yeah, we didn't have that many Dollar Generals or trailer parks in Atlanta, <laughs> as they have in Phoenix City. Um, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just saying, like, growing up, like, people tell you things. Like, Alabama's the worst. That's where the rednecks come from. Mm-hmm. But in 2007, uh, we did a road trip to go to Denver. I was trying to find my biological father. And I met rednecks in Tennessee. I met, met rednecks in Missouri. I met rednecks in Kentucky. I met rednecks in uh, uh, Kansas. 
I met rednecks in Colorado on the way back. I met rednecks in Arkansas. I met rednecks everywhere. Okay. So. Uh, Pause. Because you go from everywhere. America, the Alabama, to rednecks. I'm telling you my progression of my thoughts. <laughs> okay. No, I'm, That's what I'm saying. I'm helping others understand your progression okay. of your thoughts. No, but I'm just saying there's different elements in every city, every town, every state. Even if it's a red state or a blue state, you got different communities. I mean, look at what's happening right now in Washington. State, which is like the bluest of the blue of the blue blue states, they're facing to elect uh, a re- or maybe they hope a Republican governor and a Republican senator in the most bluest state in the union because people are getting sick of all this wokeism and all this crime and all this nonsense and this narrative like let's do it this way let's don't we don't need gas we don't need pro we don't need it's just crazy some of the stuff we're coming yeah. up with but that doesn't change like our communities like who we are like. Who in our world knows what ableism means? Do you know what that means? I do not. Ableism, like I'm able to do things? No, it's a new thing they've come up with on Twitter. It's because they have a senator that's running for the Senate in Pennsylvania that's a liberal, like a bleeding heart, crazy liberal, that had a stroke. So he probably don't need to be running, but they're still running him anyways. And they're putting him out in front of people to talk, and he's... It's very painful to watch. And I'm not judging him. It's just, it's painful to watch. Like, why are y'all doing that to him? But it's because they want to win the Senate or whatever. So they've come up with this new thing. If you criticize him, then you're guilty of ableism. And it's like, what is that? What is, we got to have another word now? (laughs) What is ableism? It means you're discriminating against people that are disabled. I've never heard of that. And I don't know any people that are disabled that I've ever discriminated against. Well, I mean, it's just like anything else in this world. I'm sure it happens. I'm but sure they're labeling all like conservatives as ableists. Y'all are ableists. But then what about the guy that's uh, one of the most Republican people I know is the governor of Texas, Abbott. I can't remember his first name. Governor yeah. Abbott. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah. So. Well, it's just putting like a broad stroke and like all of y'all are doing this and it's it's not. Well, it never stops. And I've said this from the beginning of all this nonsense. Life ain't fair. That's what I teach my kids. Like Lula has like an S type personality where everything needs to be fair and everything needs to be perfect. And if, if, if the boys get one thing, I need to get the same or better or whatever. Mm -hmm. But life is not fair. And I think we do ourselves a, a disservice and a dissatisfaction to try to make life fair and to raise our kids like that, I think is, uh, it teaches them to be frustrated about something they can't do anything about. Yeah. Life's not fair. Mm-hmm. You know, is it fair? You know, I'm not trying to bring like church into this, but is it fair that Jesus went to a cross and died for my sins and all things that I did? That's not fair. Yeah. But <sighs> once you start down this road, it's just never going to stop. Yeah. And that's It never true. ends. There's yeah. no, there's always going to be one more, you know, one more thing to I be I think using the about. kids is a good way, example, like of how to make that point is because we, most people have been around kids at least, even if you don't have them and like, Oh, that's not fair. And it's just like when you start like needle, what's the, what's the term? You know, you start needling and pinning or what's the word? Needling and pinning. Just... No, 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 no. Like you start tit for tat, like the whole way through. Yeah. Like it just, like you said, it never ends it and you're never, never going to come to a conclusion because there's no conclusion because it's well, not fair. Reminded me of my time when I was at the foundry. I had a, uh, <clears throat> one of the executives that was my direct report was a, uh, 
he was a spur in my side the whole time I worked with him. But he was one of those people that went to school and had all this education, and he would just sit with his computer and try to dream up ideas, but never really had a pulse on what was really happening. Kind of like a, a bureaucrat. Like, we don't know what's going on, but we're just going to keep, we're going to sit here with this computer, we're going to make up some stuff, and then we're going to do well, it. Well, yeah, you come up with ideas or things, and on paper, it's a great idea. Yeah. And it's like very idealistic. But if you don't have your finger or your pulse on what's really happening in an organization, you you don't even know what you're doing. You're just making things worse. Mm-hmm. And he came up with this thing, and this was like a Christian program where they had to go to church and do all the things. It was a a drug recovery program. So he came up with this thing about if somebody was transgender, could they be in the program? And they said, of course. So I think he went out and found a transgender to come in, to be the transgender. (laughs) (laughs) And this was a program where you had 400 male participants and you had like a hundred female participants so the biggest challenge for all the staff was to keep the men and the women separated because they would be doing things with each other well let me clarify too that they're living together yeah in rooms together so that creates yeah. you know but well the environment men's, the men's dorm and the women's dorm were separated by about a block yeah but you still had to it was a challenge to keep the men and the women separated which in my opinion and I said this the whole time I was there the women should be on another zip code and they should have their own program and the men should be that way we can just skip all this. We don't have to do all this. So he gets so excited to finally get a transgenderer in there. Um, I think the guy stayed for a week. <laughs> I mean, this was a guy that had been taking the pills and he had the boobies and all stuff and he's in the men's program. And I mean, he was confusing even like the counselors and people that didn't know, like they thought it was a ma'am that was in the men's class and it just created a bunch of controversy but for him it was it was not good and i'm first one to say you don't discriminate against anybody Mm -hmm. you know if you want to dress up like a girl go ahead do whatever you think you need to do just don't try to make me do what you do or you know make me say that's a good thing for me to do Mm because that's not what I believe. And I believe that's America anyways. But the offshoot of that was he he did a training. He was over all the program directors. So I was over food service and rescue. So I was technically programs. But out of that one transgender person getting there, he got his fire lit under him that, you know, we had to do all this wokeism stuff about pronouns and genderism and all stuff. And he had us in a meeting where he basically had this chart that came from probably some university somewhere, and it was all the isms, and there's transgender, and there's lesbian, and there's homosexual, and then there's female binary, non-binary, re-binary, a pineapple, upside-down pineapple. And I was just like, I got so frustrated. I was like, this is never going to stop. Like, I'm, I'm not learning all that. You can learn it if you want to learn all that, and you can just... Whatever label you want to put on people, you can tell us, but I'm not doing all that. Mm-hmm. It's because it never stops. Like, there's no end to it. Once you open the floodgates of wokeism and ableism and tribalism and ismism and whatever well, ism, it never stops. I think for you in that particular scenario, it was frustrating for you because you're learning all this stuff for probably what will never come to, you know, use. You're not going to have to use no. it. You're not going to have to, like, and if I was, I don't think I need to define somebody by what their ism is. Like if somebody needs help, they're just a human being that needs help and I can help them. I like that. That's I don't good. have to put the whatever pronoun. They ch- I mean, that's, I don't know. It's just crazy. Yeah. It's, um, and it, it's one of those things that's kind of went too far. Yeah. In my opinion. Agreed. But I mean, I was even like that as a kid in school. Like, yeah. 
I was I came up during the eighties and was in school during the time when they were trying to ban like prayer and stuff. And you know, I definitely wasn't following Jesus. I mm-hmm. wasn't I wasn't on that uh bandwagon. Yeah. But they would use the they would say it was in the Constitution, the separation of church and state is in the Constitution. It's actually not in the Constitution. The separation of church and state was in some letters between uh, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. Now, there is freedom of religion in the Constitution that you're free to practice your religion, whatever you want, however you want, whenever you want. But they started making that say that there shouldn't be prayer in schools or, you know, the Ten Commandments shouldn't be up in the Supreme Court. Just all this nonsense. And I remember arguing with a teacher in like seventh grade, like, that's not what that means. He wasn't saying that you can't have go to church and let that influence your politics. He's Mm -hmm. saying that the church can't take over the government because that's what had happened up from the time that the the, uh, Romans adopted Christianity. The church was the ones that were taking over the government. So that's what that means. I think you need to have a political podcast. Well, I don't think I'm that versed. I, I think so that you are. I think you have What a, is a political podcast? I don't know, where you talk about politics and history and... I like history. I like politics. Your opinions. Well, politics have always been fascinating to me. It's like football. I mean, I like football. I like college football. I don't like professional football. But um, I was like, I feel like you like politics a lot more than you like football. <laughs> I do. It's fascinating. It's a game. It yeah. is a game, and it's fascinating. And it's uh, unfortunately we're in a. I'm on the losing side these days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, there's hope. Yeah. You know, just think about 1980. <laughs> Listen up because I love you, lady. Go back like 1980. I like that is so you like to think back. And I'm like, let's go forward. Yeah. (laughs) Think the um, context versus futuristic. So going forward, who do you think our next president's going to be? I have no idea. You have any like wistfulness or thoughts or? I hope it's a good one. I do hope. I hope it's not Joe Biden or Donald Trump. It's time to move on. I think Joe Biden's not well. He's not He's old. It's so sad. Yeah. You know, I talked about last week his speech where he said, I got two words for you guys, made in America. Two words, made in America. (laughs) And he said it like six times for emphasis. And I'm like, am I the only person that knows that you're saying three words? But he don't. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, this week he was doing a speech. Like, they're not even really, the Democrats that are running in the midterm election are not asking him to show up. They're calling Obama. They've called Obama in to come and do their stuff. And um, he had a speech this week where he talked about the Republicans are trying to take your Social Security. That's why we've been campaigning in 54 states. (laughs) Did he say that? 54 states. Um, Do you know that we don't have 54 states? Yeah, 52. We have right? 50 states. Oh, no, 52 with Puerto Rico and... Puerto Rico is not a state, it's a territory. Oh. We have many territories. Oh. Guam is a territory. Are you territory. sure we don't have 52 states? We have 50 states. There's 50 stars on the flag. Ask Siri. No, I thought we added two more. <laughs> no. Okay. We have not. The last state okay. we added was Hawaii, I believe. Are you sure Alaska. about that? I'm positive. There's no... We have 50 states. Okay. Okay, I believe you. We have 100 senators. And if you get, not, I'll just ask <clears throat> Alexa or Surrey or something. We have 100 senators. You get two senators per state. We have 100 senators because we have 50 states. Okay. Okay. You're getting very aggressive. Well, I believe you. You're questioning me. <laughs> like, no, no, I know uh, we have 50 states. We definitely do not have 54 states. Okay. Yeah. You don't know your history. You don't know there's 50 stars on the flag. I do know that. Started with 13. Every time we got a new state, we had another flag. I did know that. Actually. Had another star. I did know that. I oh, really yeah. like that. Well, it stopped at 50. 
Okay. Okay. Good Lord. Since before we were born, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So we've always had 50 in my lifetime. Let's keep talking about this for about 20 more minutes. And yours. <laughs> no, I think I just can't believe you don't know that. Okay. Well, now I do. <laughs> so, moving on. Uh, moving right along. So, what's coming up with uh, current events? I mean, the boys' birthday parties this week. Boys' birthday uh, party on Friday. I'm so excited. They're getting a dog. I can't. I think we need to get somebody to video the initial reaction of the dog. I don't know. I feel like it might be anticlimactic. Why? Because we're going to have the inflatables. It's so many people. I just think there's going to be so many distractions and things going on. You know, with a six-year-old, it's hard to five, six-year-old. It's hard to kind of focus on so many things. Well, when they meet the dog, though, they'll know it's their dog. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm excited, and I'm very nervous. I know we covered this last time, but or not very nervous. I'm just very. I've just never had a dog, so it's going to be interesting. Well, here's something I know about you that I learned in our first year of marriage that's true. Anytime we're doing something that's totally new where you don't have a firm grasp of everything, you get nervous. Or anything. I mean, truly anything. No, you do some, you'll run out and do some stuff, but like if you don't have a firm grasp on what it is and how it works, and then you get real, you have a lot of anxiety. Yeah, about especially it. when it's a live, like, animal. <laughs> Trust me, it's not that big a deal. Oh, gosh. Six months from now, Annie will be your fourth child. I just don't want my house to smell like dog. Okay, we already did that last week. I know. We covered it. And I've had at least three people reach out to me and agree. Okay. In agreement. (laughs) Like, you're right about that. If you wash the dog, you don't ever smell the dog in your house. Yeah. That's true. Good. It's kind of like if you wash your kids, you don't ever smell your kids in your house. Yeah. Because some people's house (laughs) smells like piss. (sighs) Okay. <laughs> anyway. But it ain't the house, it's the inhabitants. Yeah. That's <laughs> just, I'm big on hygiene. Like, you gotta, we gotta clean. No, air, I appreciate about that. Everything. That about you, actually. And my mom said, the older we get, the more I'll appreciate it about you. And y'all know what Haley's passionate about? Um, as far as housework? What am I don't know why you think this is such a it's big It's hilarious. Deal. Why? It just fascinates me that the one thing that you consistently make sure gets done in our house is you're going to empty the lint in the dryer. Well, yeah, because it gets stopped up. <laughs> and there's but like that, lint all in our carport. It's like, yeah. She's going to make sure the lint thing is empty. I am. And I sweep and wipe the counters and reset the living room every night. I do a lot Babe, of stuff. that's not what I'm talking about. I'm like, that is the one thing that you never forget to do. Like yeah. you're, you're going, Haley going to make sure two things, the sheets get changed and the lint gets emptied. Because I feel like you never empty the lint. I don't have to. <laughs> I don't even have to look anymore. We've been married uh, almost 10 years now. Yeah. I don't even look at the lint thing anymore. I, yeah. I think about, oh, I need to empty the lint. I'm like, no, she done already did that three I've, times. I think I heard Since the last time I thought that it. it makes your dryer like back up and break if you don't clean that out. So I'm just trying to keep things running. I love it. Yeah. And the sheets. She's going to make sure the sheets get changed every week. No, every other week. Every other week. Yeah. And I have a different take on that just because if you're clean when you get in your bed, like if you take a bath and then you get in the bed, your sheets are clean for a long time. But then sometimes you sweat while you're sleeping and well, drool. No, and no like... if you got action happening in the sheets, then yeah, change the sheets. <laughs> regular, regular change. But just anyways... I digress. Yes. Those are two things I like to get done. I own that. All right. Well, any fantastic plans for Thanksgiving? I hope we're going to Atlanta, but I don't know. 
We're waiting for your Aunt Glennis to give us a green light on that. Shout out Annie G. I don't think she listens to For Real Real. She was listening straight out of prison, but I don't think she. Yeah, which is why I felt like I can say that because I'm not putting pressure on her. I'm just telling people what we're what I want to do. Well, shoot a text. Uh, say, hey, Auntie. Auntie G. You already asked her. I know. Give I think time. that's what we're doing. Yeah. We need to get out of Alabama this year. Last year we did Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter and Labor Day and, gosh, we did everything except Fourth of July at our house. Which I'm very thankful we have a house to be able to do that. Oh, me too. I love doing it. I just feel like this year I need a break. Yeah, absolutely. And birthdays. You forgot that. We do birthdays. Yeah. Big blowouts that everyone comes to our house, which is super fun. But Love it. Yeah. Dream come true. All right. We need to wrap this up. All right. We'll get to wrapping. All right, you guys have a good week. Oh, and remember, next week at the library, we're going to be doing our live recording next Thursday night. Send me heads up, six thirty to eight p.m. at the Gardendale Library. It's free. You should come. We might have some giveaways. It's going to be a celebration because it's actually the two, two year years to the day that we dropped our very first Straight Out of Prison episode. Yeah, that's so awesome. You can tell James is super excited about it. No, I was thinking about. Election Day 2020, which was not a good day. Which is why we didn't drop it that day. It was the next... We decided not to do it on the first Tuesday because it was a presidential election. Right. Exactly. Wasn't that a Greek tragedy of a week? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Back to politics so he can't help himself. (laughs) Uh, No, just for me, I never could understand how Joe Biden even got elected to be vice president, much less now he's president. That's just scary. We still got two two more years of this mess to deal with. Yeah. Scary. Okay. And on a positive note, gosh. Okay. Positive note. I watched a speech that Barack Obama did in Wisconsin where he was... uh, very passionately talking about the seniors and their Social Security, and I fully believe that he believed what he said, that he really does want to make sure they get their Social Security because their back and knees hurt. And only Joe Biden can make Barack Obama look so well. Look so good, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Because for that, I never really even bought into much of that. Yeah. But now I'm like, I would give my left nut to have Barack Obama back as president. Okay. <laughs> Versus Joe Biden. Come back to negative. <laughs> Just can't help it. Just cannot help it. Okay. That's We're okay. We're talking. This is, this is not the highlight reel, Haley. This is the for real But it's reel. also not the low light reel either. There's no such thing as a low light reel. What is a low light reel? Uh, like all the low points, the things that aren't good. That's not okay, good. just like the liberals can't keep making up these ableism words and pronouns, you can't make up words either. Okay. If they don't mean anything. Anyway, y'all have a great week. <laughs> have yeah. a good week, guys. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoy the podcast. Written and produced by the Team Jones Company. Yours truly, James and Haley Jones. If you're interested in advertising with us, head over to teamjones.co. Click the Join Forces button. We've redesigned our media kit with some exciting new details. If you'd like more information about being a sponsor, email Haley at teamjones.co. And for exclusive content, download the Patreon app and look up Team Jones Media. You'll find many levels of subscriptions. All levels have one cool feature. You'll get early access to all 
all of our podcast platforms, and they're completely free from ads. The best way to support us is by telling your friends and family about the podcast. Other ways to support us is by liking and sharing the podcast. And giving us a review. Or follow us on social media. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and more. And that's too much to mention here, so we'll put it all in the show notes for you. Our YouTube channel is now streaming the Straight Out of Prison podcast. And even if you've listened to every episode, check out the video format to see behind the scenes, pictures, and a whole lot more. It really makes the story come to life in a whole new way. And while you're there, hit the subscribe button. Please hit that subscribe button. It's 100% free, won't cost you anything, but it will help us reach our goals to reach a larger audience. Look up Chef James K. Jones on YouTube, hit the subscribe button so you never miss a recipe or a podcast. Please support our sponsors. They help us provide you this platform for free. Thank you for your support, and thank you for being a part of our story. Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. Written and produced by the Team Jones Company. Yours truly, James and Haley Jones. If you're interested in advertising with us, head over to teamjones.co and click the Join Forces button. We've redesigned our media kit with some exciting new details. If you'd like more information about being a sponsor, email me, Haley, Haley at teamjones.co. That's not .com. The best way to support us is by telling your friends and family about the podcast. Other ways to support us is by liking and sharing the podcast and giving us a review. Well, as long as you think we did good. (laughs) Or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and more. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for all your support, all your encouragement, and thank you for being a part of our story. All right, guys, y'all show some love to the sponsors of the Straight Out of Prison podcast. Our friend Keely Brown runs her family-owned HVAC Home and Commercial Services. Is your system ready for the summer? Schedule a system checkup or reprogram your thermostat. They offer residential and commercial, at home or at work. They really do what they say, and they say what they do. Our family serving your family has been their core value since day one. Their founder and owner, Mr. Robert Holland, made sure the foundation of home and commercial services was and is integrity. Now, remember, Haley, we, we catered an event last December where he was a part of the group that we were feeding. But it was interesting to learn that when he was a young man, when he first started in the HVAC business, Mr. Holland actually got in trouble with, for not adding new parts that the people didn't need. And they were like, why didn't you sell the parts? And he was like, because I could fix them. And they were like, no, no, you're, you're, you're doing it wrong. Like, you just got to put new parts. And he was like, but they didn't need new parts. And it bugged him so much that he went out and started his own business. And that's the foundation of home and commercial services. And we can attest to that personally. I mean, they've done so much stuff for us. It's crazy. I love that story. And I think it speaks to, obviously, his integrity and what he's built his business 
on that integrity. Right now, the most economical service they offer is their annual residential service agreement. For $150, you'll get two annual checkups, and that's for one system. If, if it's an additional system, it's 25% off. Anyways, the annual contract includes priority service, normal rates for after-hour service, 10% discount on any repairs, and a 5% discount on any new installations. It's a good deal especially with the heat of the summer coming. Home and Commercial Services works on all name brands of heating and air conditioning units, gas furnaces, heat pumps, walk-in coolers, and smart thermostats. No job is too big or too small. Call or text Keeley at 205-798-0635. Or you can email at office at hollandhcs.com. You can look up Holland Home and Commercial Services on Instagram for daily tips and more. Or you can check out their website, hollandhcs.com. We have some amazing friends and supporters of the podcast, Lynn and Debbie Hurst, who are on Hurst Towing and Recovery in Fultondale and Hayden, Alabama. They serve the Jefferson, Blunt, and surrounding counties. They tow light and heavy-duty vehicles, and they're always there to help. We wouldn't call anybody else. We would never call anybody else, and that's a fact. Would you like to work for an amazing company that treats their employees like family? The Hearst are hiring. Full and part-time positions. Give them a call today. Hearst Towing is there 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They've been in our area since January of 1987. They have a heart to serve and they love making an impact in the communities they grew up in. The Hearst definitely make a difference in our world. And they have definitely made a difference in our lives. Dispatchers are always ready to receive calls at 205-631-8697. That is 205-631-TOES. T-O-W-S. <laughs> you, get, you get me every time I with the toes. <laughs> <laughs> or check out their website at hearsttowing.com. Now, y'all know James from the podcast, but he also is an amazing cook and private chef. I can attest to that personally. I've had many years of experience in food, just working in, managing, and even owning a couple restaurants. One of his greatest passions is preparing delicious food. You know, if somebody's going through something or through a hard time and you don't know what to do, you can always cook for them. Head over to ChefJamesKJones.com to join our email list. Once you do that, you can stay updated on everything that we're doing. 